0: You like duties? (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) Same. You know, uh, do you like movies? Yes. Do you like duty movies?
1: It depends which one.
0: It's reasonable. You mean it depends which number two?
1: No, it depends what kind of duties in the movie.
0: You get it, number two? Like a duty? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I like sequels also. I like sequels with duties.
0: What's a sequel with duty?
1: A doo doo.
0: A doo doo. Look who's talking doo doo.
1: Which can be flipped. (laughs) 'Cause duh, is two in France. Yeah. So you know.
0: It's hot Hotshots Part Duh.
1: Which wasn't very good.
0: No. First I, one was funny. Yeah. Alright, so this is this is uh Zebras in America has, has, has officially jumped the shark. <laughs> my, what? No, I was making a joke. We because we just talked about duty for oh, like three minutes. Yeah. I'm your host, post Cinebrus Loaded Lux. This is uh, with my other co host Yozu or crack Rakahashi Mike. Okay. The Zebras in America.
1: Wouldn't it just be Host to Nebris Lux?
0: I like Host to Loaded Lux. Oh, that's even That's bad. what I said. Oh, okay. I was making, because I know that people like it when we do the rap auteur yeah, 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 stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to keep keep some. So there's Crack Rock, Uh... Bar-los. Crack Rock Ahashi Mikke. Barlos
1: Regatus. We yeah, we've done that. Yo we Zoo, did?
0: which is just O Zoo, but with a Yo Yo Zoo. Yo Zoo. <laughs> Remember there was a v- be- there was a Vietnamese Zoo?
1: restaurant in uh, Hampton when I went to college. It was called Pho Show, and that was uh, and that was inten- intentional. No, it was intentional because Hampton Roads it's mostly black, so they were trying to like appease to like the black. So they intentionally called the place Pho Show.
0: I like when when places are, even that good. I when like. places are called like fucking,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like
0: there was that song by Brute Force. No, Bruce Force. Is it Bruce mm-hmm. Bruce Force or Brute Force?
1: Brute Force is a good movie.
0: I know. Uh, Ef Bartlett will know because I feel like Ef Bartlett is down with. Outsider music. Oh, for probably E. Sure. F. Bartlein or, or Bradley Cornish will know whether it's brute force or Bruce Forth yeah. force, who is who is a outside artist. Now, like there's lots of outside artists, but back in the day, put out a record on Apple Records, which is John Lennon's label. Oh, uh, well, the Beatles' label, not just John Lennon. Mm-hmm. The Beatles are not just John Lennon. Hot hot take. George Harrison's the best. B- oh,
1: former. Um Former Zebras guest Rob Cotto shares that same point of view.
0: Well, you know.
1: Oh, you got a Kanye password on your phone.
0: Yo, don't don't put me on blast right <laughs> now, dude. I, ex- I explained to you why I had... a I don't have a password on my phone because I'm secretive. I have a password because I used to work with populations that would sometimes grab my phone and just would start answering calls and make phone calls. So just by having something... So, yes, my password is, is one number a bunch of times. Not the same number as Kanye West. Sure.
1: That, my, that's zero.
0: Yeah. My friend, uh, who I think is an incredible comedian, uh, Drew Doughty, just made a post about Kanye West that I think is really funny. May I read it? Yes. Because as people may know, he was he went to visit 45 today. Not today, this week. Mm-hmm. And... Um, People have lots of have have lots of thoughts about it.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um, you. I, ha- I, like- I do, but I, I, it's like whatever.
0: So my friend Drew, who's a comedian, was like, "I know I'm late, but you're telling me the King of Trap Music and Mr. Murder was the case they gave me." You think Kanye's making black folk look bad. Oh, my friend is is black, by the way.
1: Okay, go yeah.
0: on. I guess in their eyes, rapping about selling crack in the black community and rapping about killing blacks in the black community is helping us move forward. And some of y'all co-sign these fools like they're better spokesmen than Kanye. And yeah, I'm still talking about Ye because I'm shocked at how close-minded and hypocritical we've all become. He's not a Trump supporter, by the way. Okay. And let's be clear, there isn't any black person power, powerful enough to make all black people look bad except for Rachel Dolezal. And for the record, I'm not a spokesperson for anyone but myself because I've smoked crack and sold that shit, so I'm not any better than T.I. or Snoop, so I'll exclude myself from the conversation, but in my defense, I only sold crack in white communities. All right. Is It's in- it just an interesting thought. It is. You don't You don't agree? I don't, I'm just...
1: Just trying not to get annoyed. But he's being funny.
0: Yeah, he's, he's just trying to make a, like... You know It's like it's, it's But it does
1: represent A real thought That annoys me Because it's like I get it Oh the people Criticizing him But then it's like The person you're Somewhat defending Even though I'm sure The use of the word Defense will bring up But not necessarily Has the back of someone Who's far worse Than a T.I. Snoop combined In the Right I'm just so I'm just, just like, I, I think
0: he's I it's, think he's just saying Like let's Let's be Let's be realistic And remember That no one's perfect
1: Oh, absolutely, but let's also realize that, and ev- even, this is neither 45 or Kanye's fault, but when something is thrown in your face daily and daily, eventually you're going to say something about it and get annoyed, and then, like, so people have a vo- when something is just, like, shoved down your throat, some people may push back and say something, too,
0: so it's just kind of like, like... Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah.
1: Um, um yeah.
0: So, anyways, sh- shall we read some mails? Of course. Before we get to, uh, the, the meat of this episode? Yeah. Pause. Uh, this is this is from Dan Lett,
1: mm-hmm.
0: entitled "Show Idea." Oh. I think someone decided like I posted like, "Hey, you guys got ideas for episode seventy-five because there's like a special episode." Yeah. But then I forgot to read the ideas before we did episode seventy-five. <laughs> but there were some good episodes, so I think people people meeple people thought that like they should send in show ideas.
1: I feel like meeple is good because I think. I'm pretty sure people is going to be offensive at some point, so I think meeple is going to be the next, uh, I like yeah, that term. Yeah, like... Uh, Yo, speaking I'm of... I'm not even <clears throat> going to make the joke I was about to make. It's fine. Someone stole a term that I get, I've been giving you credit for. Uh, Rod Digger has been saying boom trap a lot on her and Lord Jamar's podcast and like citing literally all the artists that you cited in my car last year. Is boom trap something that you heard someone else say? No. i would never heard anyone say it before, I heard
0: saw. I heard the term intelligent intelligent trunk music. Mm. That's what I've heard before. Yeah. But yeah, the term that I was using was boom trap or trap bap. Yeah. Which is like the Freddie Gibbs of the world. Freddie Gibbs, big crit. Yeah. Smoke does it. She yeah, says, the, all the people that's, she that's, said. Does like all the people. Yeah, yeah. boom trap. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Anyway, the email here.
0: And also, what's funny, so like like Pete Rock has a wonderful Instagram. And...
1: I I watch it through Twitter, because anything he posts on Instagram, he he feeds through Twitter. So, So like, yeah,
0: like, talking about the things we were just talking about a second ago, he made a post, like, saying, like, you know, people shouldn't just make music about drugs and violence and inauthenticity, and then everyone was like, yo, you just made a (laughs) bunch of records with, like, you know, um, the Griselda guys and all these other people.
1: but Pete Rock also said you shouldn't just. yeah. And that's, those aren't the only artists that he collaborates with. So, that's... A, but do you know where all that started? I, mean, I hate to get sidetracked. I'll be quick, but, like, this rapper, Young Dolph, had a song, yeah, had a song about... The like, only
0: Dolph I, nah. I like, I like Lundgren and Adolf Reed.
1: And Ziggler. Um... This guy, Young Dolph, was shooting a music video, and the theme of the song was about selling drugs. And in the video, you know, you have all the guys in front of the camera, and there were a couple of little kids in the video with them doing all the stuff in front of the camera with them, and Pete Rock saw it and called it out, which is fair. And then immediately, immediately, because this is the... Oh, you're just the old, bitter guy. Which it's like, Pete Rock has more money than, I imagine, a lot of the trap young guys anyway. But that's where it started from. He got People got mad at Pete Rock for calling out, like... Rappers having little kids in their videos, like, glorifying drug use. So that's... And then it just... This was, like, two years ago, but...
0: Well, what about the Aphex Twin album, Drug Use?
1: Who? What?
0: The Aphex Twin record, Drug Use. Oh, drunks. drugs. I call it... I thought
1: it was called Drug Use. No, it is. I just say it the weird way. I don't know. Aphex Twin is slowly becoming, like, the Morrissey of music producers.
0: I mean, yeah, like, he, You clearly he's, have he's an made, issue with black He's people. made some comments that are confusing... <clears throat> And and I think it's I know that he's like he knows what he was doing when he made that twelve eleven vinyl box set Analord yeah yeah which is really good I mean his, his what's amazing is like he's really good whether he uses a computer or he uses like so, like really difficult to use synthesizers yeah he's a genius but yeah he he's, is uh, I think he's more talented than Morrissey yeah uh, yes yeah I really only like. The Morrissey record produced by uh, Mick Ronson of the Spiders from Mars, because mm-hmm. um, that's my favorite guitarist of all time, mm-hmm. and he he you ever yeah he did that he did the record that I think had the video directed by Sach Snyder, which changed Armin White's life. Oh, well. that's a whole another story. But when we talked about it recently on the show, probably like forty episodes, mm-hmm. um, <coughs> our our main sleuth, um, Alex Kessler. Martin Kessler. Martin Kessler. Uh, was was like it's this one. Uh huh. Hello, nice. hello Martin. How are you?
1: Um, Martin's good. I saw him like a month ago.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll hang out sometime. Get some pizza. Yeah. And you'll bring some candies. Um, what up, German uh,
1: chocolate cake? will make you <laughs> a big hit with the boys.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're talking crudite.
1: Crudite. Some key lime pie. Alamo.
0: That that's ice cream on top. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, so like I haven't Not to be like oh, this is Scott Talking about his diet every week I've been on a no-carb diet So like Talking about that I actually had my stomach go Fuck you, Marcus that's Really? Yeah, because yeah. I Because I haven't Like I'll just be hanging out with people And they'll just eat cake Oh, sure And like I can't eat cake Good, that's good I know I, I, It's you know, worth it It's all worth it It's all worth it I've lost I've lost 45 pounds And I started Brazilian <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu yeah, um, it was great. What <clears throat> up, Bill Tech? What up, Bill he's Tech? Really, he's really good at that. Yeah. So, what up, Bill Tech? I just, I, you know, I was doing some guard passes today, some, some drills. You know, rolling, rolling with a couple of the players. You know, rolling with the homies. Rolling with the homies. You ever smoke PCP? Nope. Listeners, do you even know where we could get PCP? I feel like it's the Bronx, or Yonkers
1: Definitely the Bronx. PCP. Come on now.
0: Uh, yeah, I just wonder, like, if people really... I feel like it's almost a designer drug at this point.
1: Anyone have any edible gummies? Those are really good now. I'm into that now.
0: I mean, I feel like that that shouldn't be difficult to find.
1: I know. I'm just late on it. So, like, I'm very late. So it's, like, casual stuff to some people. To me, it's just like, oh, these are, these are really good.
0: I feel like there's probably a couple people that we know that I'm not trying to put on. No, of course not. Who who I feel like can can do that. Yeah. Um, all right, so now on to the show. You know how, like, pe- some people like will put, like, oh, we start talking about this at that and talk about this at that, and, like, big be like, oh, My well, best
1: friend in the world who bought a t shirt, uh, just the other day s- said that we should do that, like, every talking point. And I'm just like, yeah, Eddie,
0: who, who's gonna w- do that?
1: Who literally, I was like, we go off on so many, t- like, that can't happen, and then I got like slightly annoyed that we, we was like well fine take it as a suggestion I'm like it, I wasn't trying to dismiss it it's well, just like that's a very you know, difficult like, thing to do like
0: there there was an idea you and I talked when we first yeah. started making the, the podcast about like mentioning like putting a list every episode like which movie gets talked about at what point yeah and it turned out to be really difficult and uh, you know when when one of our longtime listeners uh number one dad in the world Javier Buentillo uh you know, because our dads are gone, so he can, sure. be, he can be number one, you know, for now. He can share number can one share with Jacob, Jacob Rivera. Yeah, some other people. Yeah. Um, uh, Chris Funderburg, he's a cool dad. Yes. John Cribs. Cribbs.
1: See, this cool is how it starts, and you have to name everyone. All so. right,
0: everybody who's been on the show who's a dad is a great dad, and anyone yeah. who's listened to the show with support, look, whatever, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So, I hear you. Toss dad. Go ahead. <laughs> No, the person Tal was battling's dad. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're mad because you walked in and I was fucking your dad.
1: Yes. Rap rhapsodist.
0: Rap. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So like, I hear him, and yeah, we could. You have a full time job. I'm I,
1: trying to help my mom sell a house too.
0: Yeah, I. Ha- I'm in. I'm, school full time. I have internship full time. I'm. Neither of us have the time To do that Which is why At the end of At the listing of every episode I say Would you like to be our intern? Because We would love to have someone That would help us Do all this shit Yeah Like Would love to go back To each episode And like Write This person was there Or that person was there And like Give little footnotes Because sometimes Someone will be like Yo I'm trying to get into your podcast Which episode should I listen to And I'm like Everyone Fucker
1: And, and also You know For those listening We got like not that this is a guest-driven show, because outside of guests, we always have cool shows lined up. But we have some cool guests uh, coming up in the future, and in the distant future, and in the middle future uh, as well. So the, and you know, and that stuff and, to,
0: and future, if you're somehow listening to the show, we would have you on the podcast.
1: I actually, yeah, that'd be cool.
0: That would be cool. Yeah, I feel like you know that would give us a lot of a lot of views, and I do listen to future.
1: I was. I have a few of his albums on my. Uh, on yeah, my phone. I think uh, of of. I like his song Tupac.
0: Yeah, of like the the neo auto tune rapper dudes, he's he's one of the real talents.
1: Well, he was also kind of of that lane. He was like one of the first slash best to do it, and then it got so oversaturated that even people considered him like.
0: He because he's not mumble rap. It's like in my mind, mm. he might be proto. Mm, he's. Eh. Remember Tage Proto? No. Really? No. From from um, Weatherman.
1: Oh, cause you said oh, I've just always Tage. I've never the whole name.
0: Well, he was Tage Proto.
1: Oh, okay. Because remember enough.
0: back in the day when like underground rappers would have like,
1: yeah, unnecessarily yeah, 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 yeah. long names. Yeah.
0: Like so say the elemental wizard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You remember so say yeah. the elemental wizard?
1: Or just like. The actual name of Jedi Mind Tricks' first two albums. Or his name, Icon the Verbal Hologram.
0: (laughs) Or Stoop the Enemy of Mankind.
1: Yeah. Yo, okay, off record, I have an old stoop interview that you need to read. um, That's hilarious, but go ahead.
0: Anyway. So, this is from Dan Lett. Hey. But anyways, we're not taking advice anymore on what our show should be about. But we appreciate this email absolutely, because uh, we're gonna do what we're gonna do. Like, and we still owe Jacob Rivera an episode of In the Company of Men, which is which is it, we're, we've planned it. It just hasn't happened yet.
1: Yeah, because someone else is gonna. Yeah, because the person who the us. person
0: who introduced me to that movie, I really want to have it on the show. So, I promise you that when it comes, it's gonna be one of those deep dive episodes that you're gonna love. Maybe. All right. See you later. Smell you later, alligator. No, I was doing this the scene. I know. I mean, oh, okay. I know, that's but you, I didn't oh. want to go there because that movie actually makes me really upset. <laughs> stop it! Stop! Okay. Stop! Like, part of me is like, I don't even want to do that episode because that movie makes me so upset. I do. Because I'm like, I'm gonna have to rewatch the movie. <laughs> I really feel like I do.
1: So that's the thing. I actually, I, there was like one summer when I discovered them. I just watched it a lot. I don't ever have to watch like, that movie again.
0: I, I like to watch. Yeah. Alright, hey, I'm Dan, and I've interacted with you a little on Twitter. I teach criminology and media, and I'm a big fan of cinema and film-related podcasts. Your show has rapidly become one of my favorites, even though it led me to Moscow Zero. I think it was you guys who put me on to... (laughs) I didn't mean
1: for it to sound like that, I'm sorry, but I know what you're talking about, but you dissed Moscow Zero.
0: If we're being honest... (laughs) I, I understand... Why oh, people don't like it? Fair enough, I know. I'm just like I'm not saying I don't because I fucking love that movie, yeah. and I think it is superior to Ninth Gate, which I do like. Yeah. But I don't under I I don't blame why like people might not like that or Cruiser Sonata or whatever. Yeah. yeah Ivan's sure. Ecstasy. But I want people to think about those movies. I want people to see those movies. Oh yeah. And because I feel like there's enough movies that that people do know. Mm-hmm. So I I love it when someone sees Moscow Zero and hates it because. They've at least seen like a different movie that they might not have thought about. Sure. Sure. So anyway, I think it was you guys who put me onto Chameleon Street, though, which completely blew my mind. It's tragedy that Wendell B. Harris Jr. hasn't managed to get another picture made. What incredible talent! Real shame. Anyways, you asked for ideas for future shows. I'm a new listener, so forgive me if you've covered this. But I recently rewatched Take Shelter, one of the best movies about modern existential anxieties and the way they break a person down. Not, not a fan
1: no you can go to Penland Empire. that was one of the last that was like the start of like you know what let me not write about movies I don't like because it just is too negative but I am fully aware that I am in the minority when a lot people really like that movie and Michael Shannon's great when is he not great but I've just that movie was just like huh but again most people like that movie they're not go ahead
0: which movies take shelter
1: Jeff Nichols, where it's like uh, Michael Shannon thinks the apocalypse is coming. And it's like, is he mentally ill or is the apocalypse really coming? And that's the whole vibe of the movie. But, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I thought that movie was all right. Yeah. I prefer Midnight Special.
1: Right? Hell yeah. Midnight Special and Loving came out the same year. Jeff Nichols, that, that year made me a fan. But,
0: anyway. Anyways. As the UN just released a report that will be ignored... That spells out the doomsday trajectory we are on. Yeah, I read that report. That shit is depressing as fuck. I thought it would be interesting to get your thoughts on the various ways that environmental anxiety is manifesting in recent cinema, either as an overt subject or an underlying theme. Are you talking about the M. Night Shyamalan movie where the trees start killing people? No. Or I Evil Or Evil Dead 2?
1: Or, if you want to go back, we didn't necessarily talk too much about this aspect of the movie, but that's a big part of First Reformed. Um, yeah. But we didn't actually touch on that of it too much but we talked about First Reformed and honestly Take Shelter is a movie I wouldn't mind I haven't rewatched that movie since 2000 wow so I haven't watched that movie in six years so down the road maybe you know that's something I wouldn't mind revisiting I like Jeff Nichols now so
0: right speaking of like environment I think we talked about this you seen the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie with Chloe Choice Moretz oh um I think we talked about it on the show that was a weird movie wait with who where, like, where Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter is, like, a zombie. Oh,
1: the Trouble Every Day movie. It's, um... <laughs> no, that that's Abigail Breslin. Yo, uh, sorry. Yeah, but, yeah, no, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, like, I think environments is an underlying theme, is dope. It's not... It's something that I think about, but I just, like, have less words to use. Because, like, uh, you know, you and I both love, um... You know, post Thin Red Line, Terrence Malick, and I, sure. I like pre Thin Red Line, Terrence Malick as well. Yeah. Um, part of the things that really work for me are like the sprawling landscapes and his use of use of environment. Sure. As as a storyteller, so it's not like something I've like really thought about that much.
1: Although I feel like we're going to get into that shortly when we're talking about how environment shapes a movie uh, shortly in this very episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. there's, there's a movie that, that, I, that I saw at your behest, but let's yeah. wait a second. Um, also, you ever seen the movie The Ornithologist? No. It's a 2016 film uh, from Portugal. Uh, this dude, uh, it's, talk about a movie that's about environment. So like this, this bird watcher, an ornithologist... Is looking for a rare bird, mm-hmm. uh, capsizes on a kayak, gets kidnapped by some Chinese missionaries.
1: Oh, no!
0: I, I know what you're talking about, though. But and, no. and discovers himself. Yeah. And also has like uh, has some weird has some weird sex in front of some goats. Okay, I didn't know about the goats part. Sign me up. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, and it was it was really good, and that's a movie that's like super about environment. Yeah. It's like it's like artsy castaway. Oh, all right. And like, but also about like, I guess it's got some par- parallels to, to to this Portuguese saint. But mm-hmm. I'm Jewish, so like my understanding of saints is not like all the saints. I don't know all the saints. Mm-hmm. I know like whatever. He's like and he, oh, and Dan also says oh yeah, and I was also nonplussed with Hold the Dark. It had a bunch of ideas and imagery, but really felt like a half realized project. No, co- no coherent point Came out of it for me Feels like a bit Of a step back That's the Saulnier Yes yeah. I couldn't have said it better I Keep hope, going I hope it doesn't Set his career back Dan No Well here's the thing It won't Because most people Love that movie But I'm glad someone else Hold on though cause <coughs> You're gonna You're gonna fucking Uh-oh. Love this film. Okay uh, This is from Dustin Nading Okay Hey guys Oh And the Dan The other guy said Also congratulate us On our health Oh, man, thanks. Thanks, Bo. Dustin Nading says, Hey, guys. Awesome to hear Marcus's thoughts on TIFF, and glad to hear that he loved High Life, which is better than 2001. Also to hear Jared (laughs) Gilman on the show and get all of your thoughts on Mandy. Scott is also great to hear about your record coming out in January. You we just got the Masters back, um, and the art, so it's looking good. Um... I will definitely be checking it out. Sounds like things are going well for you both. Would you would there ever be any chance of you guys doing an all wrestling episode and talking about some of your favorite matches? Obviously. Before responding to because he writes and even it's awesome. Okay. But short answer, yes. Absolutely. It's just I would have to do some deeper diving cuz like I love wrestling but I'm like I'm a casual fan where yep. where Marcus is
1: I'm semi hardcore.
0: Yeah. I'm sending this no for
1: pa- no. No, no, no pause um, Scott just gave me A wrestling book As soon as it's I got true. To the uh, today The
0: comic book story Of professional wrestling By Aubrey Sitterson And Chris Moreno It just came out And it's awesome I, We've talked about it On like the second episode Of the show But did you read The, the comic book biography Of Andre the Giant Put on the yes, first yes, Second I books Yes That was excellent yeah, Yes it was um, I still think He hasn't been given the story that he deserves. But that's another story.
1: It is another story because it's going to turn into me hating on Hulk Hogan because the last third of that Andre the Giant documentary turned into... It was like the Hulk Hogan story who I hate, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is like the book was there but it should have been in my opinion three or four times as long. Yeah. There have been a couple documentaries. They... I don't know. They, I, none of them touch on the sadness or or the joy or the complication. The comic book sort of did. Like with his drunken racism and his imperfections and yeah. his womanizing yeah. it got there but it, it didn't it didn't completely finish it yeah. would be cool to see that turned into a movie sort of like a movie that we're going to talk about with our guests next week mm-hmm. but we're that's we'll leave that at that yeah um because because uh, that 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 movie that we're going to be talking about blew my fucking mind off mm-hmm. what did you think of it I like it yeah okay um, would I what I know? A lot of your listeners don't watch wrestling, so this could be alienating. No, no, no. no but no. I would definitely like to hear some longer discussions on this. I know Marcus isn't sure what to make of New Japan, but I think you both would really enjoy some of their recent matches, really? notably the Kenny Omega versus Okada series, which has been highly rated over the first couple, the last couple of years. Yeah, Marcus, Dave Meltzer rated them Marcus, five but, and six star matches. Be, I know. Before you respond, let me defend you. Oh. Because I feel like you have said good stuff about New Japan. Yeah, absolutely. It's didn't it's, you tell me that Jericho went over to New Japan? Yeah, yeah.
1: he's 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 had he has like a new peak. He's just been like he shows up to these like because the New Japan wrestling they do like press conferences and he shows up and like people try to touch like don't touch me you fuck I'm coming for you you fuck like and then he just like runs off in a limousine. It's really great. No, my only issue. It, oh my gosh. This is going to be such He's a the kind great... Of the
0: guy who, like, accidentally performed a hate
1: crime. <laughs> you know, I know. This, is, this episode is turning out great because part of what we're going to talk about later again with this movie, I'm going to bring up New Japan Wrestling because my only criticism of it is people are doing career shortening, possibly life-ending moves. Uh, like, you would know what I'm talking about. Uh, the Shibata headbutt that happened uh, not too long ago, but go ahead. The, the, I, I like both of these emails because both of these emails have yeah they're gonna they, 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 they relate to what we're gonna talk about.
0: If not, I totally understand and will continue enjoying awesome film conversation with occasional comparisons of rappers and wrestlers. Thanks again for pumping out the episodes. much love Dustin PS I'll be ordering a shirt very soon. Awesome. No, much love to you Dustin. yeah Dustin. You're, you're that motherfucker, I think you're great Dustin, if we ever meet, I'm gonna give you a fucking high five
1: And a beer Raekwon and Ghostface are the Scott Hall and Nash of wrestling Before Conway and Westside Gun claim that but And go ahead.
0: we're the Dudley boys of absolutely,
1: Absolutely oh,
0: And let me tell you If we ever run into you, Dustin Let me tell you what, sucker You're gonna be A member of Buds and Suds That's right, my friend Cold beers and good cheer, Dustin.
1: We coming for you, Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. oh man, uh, th- that's never not funny.
1: Yeah, it really is. It okay? We have. We can both say, for as long as we live, we talked to Mean Gene Okerlund. That's true. About that moment,
0: it's true. Yeah. Uh, when we went to the, was there not was there not a Chiller Fest? Did you go and didn't? And you not asked me this already, year?
1: No, there wasn't. Uh, there may have been. I don't know. It didn't come up.
0: When are we gonna go to another uh, convention?
1: I don't know, but I'd like to.
0: I'm going to a magic convention, but I'm pretty oh. sure you don't want to go to that. Yeah, I'm good. <sighs> okay, so let's uh, let's get to this. Yeah. I'll never understand why you had me watch the nineteen ninety four drama Eight Seconds with Renee Zellweger, Rick Perry, and the best Baldwin, Steve. The worst Baldwin. Well yeah, no, because he was in Biodome and his friends with the band Korn.
1: That's true, but he's also a weird angry
0: evangelical guy. Yeah, he's not actually the but, best Baldwin. The, the the secret is is that the best no, uh the no. best the best Baldwin is Royce Grazy. Oh, fair enough. I also
1: think there's some deeper shit clearly Stephen and Alec are on opposite ends of like the political spectrum and they're clearly trying they're, they clearly have unresolved shit from when they were younger I think yeah, that's not, all I'm, that shit is I'm not around. about to
0: make any actual like comments about the Baldwin family I'm just saying I'm not, I'm not interested yeah. no but you didn't actually have me watch the 1994 drama 8 Seconds with that's the, the first
1: movie I thought about when the I did think about 8 Seconds so
0: yeah um, I tried to I watched like a super cut on YouTube what? of eight seconds.
1: Oh, 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 oh.
0: No, not yeah. the movie we're gonna talk about. Oh, oh, yeah. Um yeah, no, um so I'm just getting my notes. Um so the this was a movie by Chloe Zhao. Yes. Her second film. Yes. Her first film Songs My Brother Taught Me. Yep. The movie which came out this year but was on the festival circuit last year. Mm-hmm. It's called The Writer. Yes. It's about uh, a hopeful in the rodeo circuit, who has a career-ending accident, mm-hmm. and some time around him figuring out what to do. Yeah. And you told me to see it, and I did not want to see it because I didn't want to be put in a terrible mood. Mm. And it's probably top three of my year.
1: It's top ten for me for sure. Yeah. Oh um, uh, no, same. for
0: me, for me, the the subtlety and kindness of the film. Yeah. Fucking killed me.
1: Also, the realness. So, for those that don't know, or the, who have seen it, whatever. Like, every there's non professional actors, but it's it's a fictional movie. But everything in the movie is also real. Like the the main character was a hopeful rodeo star, and he did have and a uh horse did literally step on his head, crush part of his skull, and he can't ride anymore. He he was friends with the other character Lane, who's far worse off has a lot of brain severe brain injury and is mostly trauma trauma, mostly is paralyzed Um, that is his real sister she's really autistic that wasn't just acting that's his real dad well yeah
0: because she her performance killed me because you know like working working with people with disabilities for 20 Mm -hmm. years like I've always been frustrated like because there's mad autistic actors so it always annoys me when like someone who wasn't I do think... I do think it doesn't hurt to... I know we've had this conversation about who should play who. Yeah. And I'm not saying that only disabled actors should play disabled people. Mm-hmm. But the, the verisimilitude given that character... Because she was played by an autistic person playing herself... Yeah. Was something that you don't really see that often. Yeah. So, like... Uh, yeah, so this dude... He's just, like, figuring shit out. He's really good at, at training horses. Also, yeah. And uh, he lives with his dad and his sister with autism, and he's trying to figure out what to do. And, like, he has these friends, but then he has his best friend, who, who, as we said, Lane, Yeah. who got really messed up. Yeah. And the scenes with them together yeah. were, like, I, like, let's just assume there's going to be spoilers because I want to be able to talk about the movie. Sure. This um, is
1: not, this isn't really a movie you can kind of except maybe the very ending. The very but otherwise, you can't end, right. really spoil this. But like,
0: yeah, you sort of know what's going on. Yeah, it's just like can he can he like go can he become a normal person? Yeah, and and it's the the answer is unsure.
1: But I, I I like to on my happier positive days I like to say okay he's making a it it will be positive but it's tough because why I love this movie so much is because it touches on similar like pro wrestlers it's like when you only have like one or two things that you devoted so much of your life to and you're good at, and then it gets taken away from you, it's like, well, fuck, what do I do now? And and it's not like taking any kind of like a nine to five. Like, there's anything wrong with that? No, in but fact, when it's something like extraordinary and you can't fact, do it anymore, that's but in really fact, there, tough. there's
0: a, there's a scene which sort of touches on that. Yeah, because like they like wherever the film takes place, uh, Wyoming. Wyoming. Like the people there are oh, hum-
1: one of the Dakotas. I'm sorry, it's not Wyoming. Yeah, the sorry. people
0: are humble. Yeah. Right, yeah, no, it's definitely Dakota's, cause yeah. I'll, but because I have a point that I like, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, is when one of his fans runs into him at the at like a at a grocery store that he works at. Mm-hmm. They're not like, oh, you're you're a loser. You're working at the grocery store. The dude's like, oh, you're trying to make ends meet right now. You're working here, yeah. And they're yeah. like, and he's like, yeah. They're like, that's what's up. Yeah. Come back. So yeah. that that's like a different sort of thing, because I'm like not to say. Because, like, my rap career is, is infinitesimal. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, when I was tending bar mm-hmm. and, like, a fan of my music was there just, like, getting a drink and was like, you have a job? And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. How much do you think super underground rappers make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. think I'm caking in ro- I didn't say that. but like you think I'm yeah. caking in royalties from Rhodes?
1: Yeah. I mean... You should be. That's a good song. It's
0: a great song. And the road, Rhodes... I'm not dismissing that Roads put me on tour Roads, You know Paid for my rent once You know That's great uh, I'm just saying like People have these notions That, that aren't always real mm-hmm. So I like that And I liked how I like the nuance of the film mm-hmm. So there's this like There's a lot of veneration To like Native American lifestyle
1: He's Native but, Which I didn't know
0: Well Let me Oh yeah let me finish, Marcus. Sure. And our, our, our undercurrent, because it's not impli- it's not explicit, it's implicit. Yeah. Because you go to a job recruit, recruitment place, and you realize that the job recruitment place is a recruitment place for, for Native American people. Yeah, right. Just from the posters in the back. Right. And the woman being like, I knew your mother, she was really cool. Yeah. And then uh, he has a dream catcher tattoo. Sure. Um, all of them make like an a, a prayer in in a different language when they're talking he has a, he has a feather <clears throat> he has a feather on his car and, and so like i just yeah i just knew that that his mother was was part that he was part Native American yeah. without them ever saying it yeah but i knew it yeah and i thought that was i thought that was really dope and i like how it wasn't said out loud like in spoilers you were never really there no, mm-hmm. never really here.
1: You were never really here.
0: When you realize, like, that Watkins Point guy is a widower. Well, you don't realize it right away. That is what? That his point guy, the guy who gets in the jobs.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, He's sure. He's a widower. Yes, yeah. But that's yeah. not,
0: like, banged over your head.
1: It's just a little subtle thing. Like, oh, he has a son, and it's just, like, the, you know, all that stuff. And like you have that, you
0: man. have to make that connection. Sure. So I like that you had to make that connection. And I yeah. like, like, a film about, like... People from you know rural places that wasn't insulting. That was like, oh sure, because like, not, like us us East, us like urban people. Or, mm-hmm. Is that a weird thing to say? Probably no. no it's not. Sometimes like see see the stuff like with a weird lens. Like we get a bad vibe. Like uh, I thought that too. I was having a weird out of
1: body. Like as I was watching this movie and enjoying it. I could see myself... I could see another version of myself and I look at these cowboy rednecks with their cowboy hats. But I wasn't doing that. But, but I thought not, of myself thinking and that. And that, they're that not way. They're not cowboy rednecks. Yeah. They're cowboys, but not the Maybe, redneck part. But
0: they're, you know, like... They respect the land and they yeah, like, yeah, are yeah, good exactly. to their family. Exactly. And like, like, things are complicated. Like, the dude's father is a mess. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, like, yeah. you think of, like, the movie, like, Deliverance or Southern Comfort, which is, like, Walter Hill's version of Deliverance. Right. And, like, um, you get this, like, oh, that's what people think, that that's what country people are like.
1: Look, Joe Bob Briggs said it best in his piece, the old piece on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The scariest word in Texas Chainsaw Massacre to people is Texas, not, not Chainsaw or Massacre.
0: Yeah, and that's, like, I mean, well, Texas and the Dakotas are very different.
1: Oh no, no! No, no! I'm just saying the whole idea of just, just in general, like the South, in I mean, general, That's a, the that's
0: South. a Southwest.
1: Oh, I always consider that just the South. No, that's no. what um, I mean. Ghetto boys and Bun B consider themselves Southerners. I the mean, South, they so defi- I, they
0: definitely are, but it's definitely but like Texas, also Texas, Texas and Atlanta are. Texas and Georgia are very different.
1: That's true. Um, well, most Southern, like you know, Mississippi and Virginia are very different. That's, like, that's like, another outside Again People you know Who don't know Don't know So Like different southern draws Different this Different
0: Mississippi masala you know. Yeah Oh good movie Yeah Marinor Or um Like people from Wales Have the weirdest accent
1: Yeah Yeah People from Manchester Have interesting accents Yeah Some these, of them come off Irish they, They're almost they, like they Irish They sound sounded.
0: mad hood It's weird Cause The only rap The only like battle rappers That have like Done really well in western hemispheres often are Mancunians mm. like like uh, Shoddy Horror yeah. Blizzard yeah um, Raptor I don't know
1: him I just know Shoddy Horror
0: well like they're all Mancunians and for whatever reason they, they always they all did really well mm-hmm. in western audiences yeah like I love O'Shea but like I don't think he would yeah love, love is a strong word I like O'Shea yeah I don't know He's how fun. well he would do in on smack, I mean Tony D is pretty good too, but Tony D just raps like raps like he's from New York,
1: and he also does like Charlie Clips said, looks like a bootleg hollow the Don, which is very funny. That's true. Which is also funny when O'Shea made Charlie Clips annoyed when he spilled <laughs> his beer. You think it's okay to just be spilling beer on people? That was very funny. That's a funny moment. Yeah. Oh, what I was saying though about this though about the. um
0: about eight seconds with, with <laughs> no, Sella definitely. Although
1: you're... I remember when I was in junior high, Luke when the, they were making a big. There was a big deal it. made about that movie when it was coming yeah, out. MTV did like on. A whole special. Yeah, the rollout was, was, well, serious. That was that
0: was heavy in in when in like nine hundred two was big. Yeah, so Luke Perry was was, was doing this stuff I remember back. I think I said this before, but back when I used to drink on the strip, there was this dude who would wear this. This bartender would wear this shirt that just said the Brenda Years. Nice, and I was like, "That's a great name for a band." I it would be a band's name. The Brenda Years. Yeah. I wonder if it is. Yeah. Or like, I knew this DJ whose name was DJ Tanner.
1: I know a DJ Tanner.
0: Yeah. From
1: Los Angeles? No. Oh. Right I right. feel like
0: there's probably a lot of DJ Tanners. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's weird that Fuller House is one of the most Netflix. Oh, damn. You know what? Netflix. I was
1: being literal. I, I didn't even think about the Tanner. Like, DJ Tanner Full House thing.
0: That's why people wow. call themselves DJ Tanner. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I, guess, even... I guess if you Yo, they...
1: all this time, I never even... Really? Was, I've known I mean, this guy for since was, 2002.
0: Oh, well, uh, well, weird question. Was the dude of like Southeast Asian descent? He's Filipino. Okay. Yeah. So, so maybe he was like, I am Tanner, but I'm also. <laughs>
1: he is a darker skinned Filipino guy. Hey, Tanner, what's up? You're not listening. We haven't talked in a few years, but yeah.
0: I, I think you should reach out to Tanner. Okay. See how he's doing.
1: We were both. See, now when I think of DJ Tanner, the first time I ever made a U.S. finals. In a DJ battle. It was the ITF 2002 US Finals. We were both in it. We didn't battle. It was like my first trip where I got... Oh, I'm f- getting flown out to San Francisco to do a DJ battle. That's really cool. I was a young... A youngin.
0: Yeah. Yeah, people don't realize that before talking about movies, we had lives.
1: This is true. Um, oh, before I forget, I wanted to say this movie reminded me a lot of, like, Daniel Bryan... Although not so much anymore, because a couple of years ago Daniel Bryan retired, gave one of the great speeches, because he had too many concussions and he was not getting clear. And then a bunch of doctors did not clear him, similar to like you can't you can't wrestle anymore. <clears throat> and then
0: like the movie, the, like just he, it, this power, is very much there the were parallels to the even movie
1: down to the working wrestler. in the supermarket. Yeah. And then I remember being. I think it
0: was better than the wrestler.
1: I am. I'm not against that. I'm not, I'm not that. saying The Wrestler is yeah. a bad movie no, by first any not. means
0: of yeah. the word. I think yeah. where The Wrestler is an excellent movie. Yeah, probably in the top twenty of its decade. Yeah. Um, yeah, this movie did something to me. I don't know. Absolutely, but it's it, it, t- it was the tenderness. Yeah,
1: stories like this. Well, exactly. And then stories like this make me. I don't know what the word is because so oh so like so when Daniel Bryan Sad. retired yeah but so Crickly. like when Daniel when Daniel Bryan retired it was like shit that sucks because he was a little guy. Who was told no, no, no <laughs> his whole life? Then when he finally reached the pinnacle of popularity, winning championships, he had to retire. But last year he came back, yeah. and I really wish he didn't, because I remember. So this is a man who had to retire from professional wrestling. Multiple doctors' opinions said no, you have to stop. So somehow he got cleared again, and he's wrestling. He's not doing the flying headbutts, but he's still taking power bombs. He's still taking power bombs oh, he's on, on the new apron, Japan? huh? He's on New Japan. He no, he he wasn't. He wrestled in New Japan. No, I. Well, I'll, I'll get to that. But the thing is, now he's taking these moves that still affect his head. And when I watch wrestling now, every time he takes one, I'm like, ah, he, you're a millionaire. You you have a new, you have a daughter now who's barely two years old. You're married to one of the best. Like he clearly you know?
0: can't not do it.
1: And that's the, and that's oh, and that's the thing. It's like you can't not. Like when you're good at something and you like, he's been training for, as a wrestler since he was in his, a teenager. His first professional match was at 18, so it's one of those things. Like so, all he knows how to do is wrestle. So, so so so
0: spoilers. Towards the end of the movie, he's about to do a rodeo, Yeah. and he knows full well that this could be the end. Yeah. And you know there have been interspersed these great great scenes of him and his best friend Lane, where he'll like simulate horse riding. Yeah. Which yeah. was which I was crying. Yeah. I was crying. Yeah. And, and you're like, I'm like, oh shit, this really is the wrestler. He's about to die. And yeah. I'm about to be really mad at Marcus. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because I couldn't handle that. Yeah. I couldn't handle that. Just sort of like, I want to pause for a second. I remember when, when I first, first seen the film Silver Linings Playbook, mm. I, my, the person who, who I was with at the time, who, who dealt with mental illness who actually passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace. Um, we were watching the movie and I was like, I, I never really want to know what's going to happen. Right. And I was like, you need to tell me if this is going to get better mm. because cause I'm, I'm dying right now watching this. Because mm. the first half of that movie watching like uh, Bradley Cooper crumble and yeah. Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence crumble mm-hmm. Yeah, was too much for me. Yeah. And I was like if they and and finding out that Chris Tucker is actually an excellent dramatic actor was wonderful. Yeah. Um and Robert De Niro doing the Robert De Niro thing.
1: That's one of his best I mean he it's been a minute since Robert De Niro's done anything like ooh, but Silver Linings playbook was great. And you know, a testament to Jennifer Lawrence's acting skills when she goes toe to toe with De Niro in that, which is my favorite scene in the whole movie. Partially cuz Bradley Cooper makes that scene in the back when he's in the background, but that's a whole great. Yeah. So
0: so that ahead, that's a movie where like I was like, you know what, I need you to spoil this for me right now because I don't think... Because she had seen it already. Mm. And she wanted me to see it because she thought it was one of the best films to deal with mental illness. <clears throat> and I, I, I concur that it handles it in a very honest, open tone. Mm-hmm. It's still done by a problematic director and it's still like...
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wonder if he's done...
1: Like David Russell, yeah. No, but Joy came
0: not. out years ago.
1: Oh yeah, well, just two years ago. That's he's I fine. Mean, and but here is the thing: Joy still quietly made money and got nominated for all these Academy Awards, so he'll he'll, he'll be fine.
0: Joy was fine. Joy was all right.
1: Yeah. That's funny though, too, not to bring up stuff. But yeah, yeah. David Russell, he's kind of got a history of problematic stuff, but he's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I
0: mean, and
1: he's, he seems to be the common denominator in whether it was his conflict with James Caan his headlocking incident with George Clooney oh no 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 the, the, the tussle with George Clooney he put Christopher Nolan in the headlock
0: there was also that incident where he molested his transgender niece yeah that was that was weird yeah but anyways I needed to know that that movie the Silver Lions Playmaker. Like, mm-hmm. thankfully
1: it does has a it very does super nice super ending. super
0: so like um to go back to the writer mm-hmm. um which is not about uh, Memphis Bleak, believe it or not, the writer. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: Making easy money, pimping
0: hose style. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, the last scene, well, second to last scene, he's about to go get on the rodeo, mm-hmm. and his his dad, who he's had a complicated relationship with, and his sister show up. Yeah, and they're like watching, and then he realizes that he's not going to do it. Yeah, and. You see, and then and then you see him going to visit his friend Mm -hmm. and talking about the stuff. And I was really happy because I couldn't handle it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, I don't. I'm not sure that the movie really has a happy ending because we don't know that he doesn't not do that again.
1: No, no. I I think he is done, but it's like still the head. We don't know if I hate being this guy, but like we don't know realistically, and that's a very realistic movie. The potential seizures that could still come along in life. The, all this stuff But I do think No matter how negative I can go It is still a positive step Because he didn't ride And yeah, that's what no, I like to stick I'm, with
0: I'm glad so. And it, I don't know I'm surprised Like Because I like Granted You've seen Shoplifters And High Life So I guess your top five Is pretty stacked right now Oh man Yeah it is But I was I was blown away by this movie mm-hmm. Do you know Good. why um, I don't know if this happens with horses But I know this happens with bulls do you know why they go nuts when when they get released? When you try it to ride just them? wild animals. No, because there's actually a device that's like like strapping their nuts and like doing. It's weird. It's like being kicked in the nuts perpetually. That's why they're going crazy because they're trying to get the thing off their nuts. Ow! It. No, I didn't know this. Look, bullfighting, horseback riding, all that shit is is messed up. But like, so is. Sure. So is like factory farming and so is everything.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say I mean I'm, I'm not taking yeah.
0: a I'm not taking a stance either way. I think yeah, there's yeah, yeah, cultural yeah, importance yeah. to all that sure, shit. Sure. Uh, uh no, I'm I, I'm against dog fighting. Well,
1: yeah. What
0: dog I, fighting's different than wanna horse fight riding. Dogs? No, I this don't know the calico reference.
1: Oh man. Yeah. You remember the
0: the rapper Calico? He he had this video about his Very dog fighting ring? Yeah. You know if Yeah We live in a world Where you can just You know Snitch on yourself
1: Seriously Awkward made a funny He was like Oh that's my dog <laughs> When he was talking about Calico But anyway
0: Um Shit Uh Yeah so Yeah so that's why they're They're Cause like If you try to ride a bull Normally They're not into it But they're not going bull, like yeah, that yeah, yeah It's because like They're trying It's cause their nuts hurt
1: I did not know that. No, it makes me... It makes me a little sad. Just yeah. Just like not... You know, never being fully able to fully understand an animal. Because they can't communicate to us like we do. And because they're animals and wild animals, they're also... Those are also aggressive animals, so the way to respond is to be aggressive. and that, That's actually... That, that's kind of sad.
0: I'm sorry. Or very sad. But uh, hey. Did you see... Did you see that dude who won his UFC match? And Joe Rogan was talking to him. And he was like, why'd you take your pants off, man? He's like I need to My balls were sweaty No And he's like Are you gonna fight the champions He's like Man I don't wanna talk about that That's too much work I wanna smoke some weed And be on your podcast No He yeah, was like the best Post fight interview Oh shit no. I think most people Were focusing on the malarkey That was uh,
1: What Khabib and uh, Khabib and uh, McGregor yeah. yeah I
0: mean Look
1: I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say
0: You throw a, a ladder In my head Insult my religion Make fun of my family I might be pissed what I'm saying, and like, yeah. and I don't think either of them acted great, but people who are only mad at Khabib need to. Take which seems a,
1: to be the which is which is so weird that really seems real to be deep, the case.
0: You need to if if your issue is only with him, you need to take a real deep look into yourself. I agree, Cause I, like because like yeah, should he have jumped over there and punched the dude? Probably not. But probably. Not. What about throwing a fucking ladder into somebody? No, because bus? it's con- it's
1: cool because Conor McGregor's the bad boy, so that's really cool. You could kill somebody. It. He did injure someone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, him, him, and his people are like I bring. Yeah, I just I think I don't know. I think I don't like what he brings to the sport. Yeah. Because I just don't like. Look, I like Gano. I like this dude who took off his pants because his balls were hot. You know. That's funny. It's Yeah, he's very funny. He has a great... You, he has a great Instagram. Have okay. you heard of Instagram? Yes, I have. Do you have Instagram?
1: Nope.
0: Yeah. Who you mark pinstagram.
1: Pinstagram. You get it? Yes. It's a pun. Pinterestagram. Uh, people...
0: I don't even under... How does Pinterest
1: work? I don't know.
0: Do you have a... Do you have a LinkedIn?
1: No, I've never had LinkedIn in my life before. Although... There is a Marcus Pinlay. I think someone people like people are always it inviting
0: me, like. me to LinkedIn.
1: Yeah.
0: Blah blah blah. Um. Would like you, like my second grade teacher who I didn't know was alive. Would like to yeah. no. Like, why are you stalking me on the internet? Twitter
1: and Facebook is enough. I don't Mrs. need any more Mrs. stuff. Mrs. Mrs.
0: Cindy, Miss <laughs> McCann. Um. Like I don't know. Also, uh, I learned a lot of that stuff because when I was seventeen, I went running with the bulls in Pamplona, Spain. Oh wow you know you heard about that of course yes i did the running i ran for like five ten fifteen seconds oh
1: (laughs) at least a minute yeah yeah
0: no 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 i ran like it's like six in the morning everyone's hungover from the night before i was 17 everyone in spain would go up to me like you're american like yeah it's like do you like lou reed like like, i was asked if i like lou reed like 30 times okay and at the time I was I wasn't sure. Yeah. Like I now I can definitively say yes. Mm-hmm. But then I wasn't sure. Have you seen the new movie about Nico that came out this year? No. I want to see that. Yeah. I meant to see it when it was in the film yeah. forum, but it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Um and we drank the stuff called Kalimoto, you ever heard of that? You he mix box red wine and Coca Cola. Oh wow. Half and half. And it's incredible. It gives mm. you a terrible hangover. Oh. But it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I hung out with these metal heads. And they, 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 not me, never me, smoked hashish all night and mm. talked about metal and Roy Rogers. They were like, you're American, Roy Rogers. The, the former oh. restaurant
1: chain or actual Roy Rogers? I didn't ask. Okay.
0: I mean, I used to love the former roast beefs. I like roast beefs. Yeah, beef.
1: see, I'm not, I am not. hate Roy Rogers. Well, I don't you're like roast beefs. Well,
0: more of an Arby's, man?
1: The fucking Arby's is worse. The Arby's is disgusting. Now Bojangles. That's the shit. The There's a place called, called Bojangles? Yeah, they don't. Ex- well, <laughs> let me take that back. I think there's still a few left in the south, of course. But they were that I learned when I lived in Queens. I, mm. Bojang... yeah, no, they, were, they had dead chicken biscuit. They had a uh, no,
0: snack chicken bus. fried steak
1: biscuit sandwiches I like see, that, that, that. That was sounds it, That sounds fantastic. It's delicious, and you because it's fast food. They're really really good.
0: They have a snack box.
1: Yes. They, yeah. They definitely have replaced that because they also they also sell chicken too. Fried. Yeah. Sandwich.
0: When 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 when. Uh, when Rick Ross rapped about his car looking like a snack box, that was like his best line, or or the the uh, Clips Cameron song about Popeyes. What's that? You ever heard a song Popeyes, chicken and fries, and they're eating at a Crown chicken? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, I believe it. It's awesome. It's very it's very necessary. Nice. But yeah, so like you, you go really early in the morning, and I just ran. I just wanted. I was like, I'm here. I might as well do it. Yeah. Um, so I ran for a couple minutes into the stadium, and there's like these people who are running at the Bulls because mm-hmm. they're like into it. Yeah, I yeah. Look, there's people who do backflips on skateboards. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's all these people who do weird stuff in Florida. You know.
1: The whole state of Florida.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's that whole like meme, Florida man. Oh yeah, where it's just yeah. like like weird stuff, and I'll look it up, and only half of it's true, but that's enough. Yeah. All right.
1: That's how I felt uh, once the credits rolled when I saw Venom. Like that oh, you was saw good. that Movie. Yeah, it was one of those things. Like I was, I, I was hanging out with some friends I hadn't seen in a while. Was, hey, let's go to Alamo. Let's go see Venom. Let's. Something the popcorn I ate like the Alamo. made me sick. I, don't, I. Anyway, they put way too much butter. But I was very hungry, so I ate without thinking. And then midway in, I was like, whoa. Like, half the popcorn bowl wasn't moving because it was just all this butter stuff. It was like, I can't eat this. So anyway, the movie itself was just like... It's its not like the worst movie ever, like people are saying, but it's also not like good, which is insane a whole lot.
0: Who is the bad guy in the
1: movie? Uh, MC Riz. Riz Ahmed? Yeah. And Michelle Williams, once again... Getting wasted. She's the love interest. Getting wasted. Like she she does in every movie except Kelly Reichardt. No, no, no. She didn't have a Boston accent.
0: Don't go fight him. No. Who did Riz Ahmed play?
1: Another like Venom looking guy.
0: But not Carnage.
1: No. Can I spoil? You gonna see it?
0: Uh. Maybe.
1: There's a post credit scene with an actor. That everyone knows Val Gilmer? And, and it no. Oh, which weirdly kinda close. That hints at he's like state of the credits like, hey, there's gonna be carnage, and then like it ends.
0: Um, was Spider Man in it?
1: No. Nothing about Spider Man whatsoever.
0: And okay. Uh me, MC Riz and director Shaka King went to see Shabazz Palaces this year. Yeah. Um yeah, that's me name-dropping.
1: They do a good live show.
0: They do an incredible live show. That was like the best show I've been to in a while. Yeah. Let's get out of here. I told you a long time ago fucking
1: Taking you for another one. For another and For making cream like that, nigga. Yo,
0: another one. For son, one. For another Many brothers i one. For another one. For another one. For the one. For me Just a brother For the rapture. I hang For on one. hard another capture. Extravagant, another the For another one. For another one. For Convict and start
1: killing shit, it's manifesting, the guards work like appliances, dealing in my cypher, I'll revolve around science. the knife chamber, they get trapped inside my hallway, you try to flee, but you got smoke, my will go doorway. No question, I send your ass back right to the essence. Your whole frame is smothered in dirt. Now how you're resting? Well, I'll be trapped by sounds, locked behind loops, throwing niggas off airplanes with cash rolls. Everything cast, around cast, me cast. black, as you can see. Swallow this murder, one verse like all degree. Then analyze my soundtrack with satisfaction. You adapt like the flashback chain reaction. Case black, bust back like 70 Max, I'm All that like sheep niggas knowing my Steve's black. Raw G, you know we coincide with me, see? Marvelous, been to both society. But anyway, left toast, champagne thoughts with ghosts. I match the most, shotguns through the nose. Float rap, hip hop for me. York's out. Low wares, and Tommy Hill fly shit with a nap. The way the unpredictable live shit. Dry, wash it, do a dash i take your line shit. And then you know, I'm running through the now, fell four through chowers. Wow, the old lady snitch. Well, fuck it, you know it. One love, kid. No, I'm not doing a bit. Too much to get for what? Cause six niggas got stuck in the nigga chain was truck. Yo, fuck that. Criminology rap. Sneaker state jet black. Floating in the flies app, ah, nigga. Go to New York City for my Tommy your ice rockin' niggas